0: Hey guys, welcome to the EDH Elites Podcast, the podcast where we take you from being a chump EDH player to an elite one. In this episode, I'm going to be giving you a quick deck tech on my deck of Obosh the Preypiercer. It's a nice deck about burning your opponents out and doubling all your damage. Let's get into it. I should probably start out by explaining what Obosh actually is. Obosh the Preypiercer, a legendary Hellion Horror for three Rakdos Rakdos, meaning the hybrid black-red mana, and it has companion, your starting deck contains only cards with odd converted mana cost and land cards. Now, that won't apply to this deck because we're not using it as our companion, but if we were, it would apply that deck restriction. But since we're using it as our commander, we don't have to worry about that part. The next part is if a source you control with an odd converted mana cost would deal damage to a or player, It deals double that damage to that permanent or player instead. So it's just going to turn all of our spells and creatures, which are mostly odd converted mana cost. All creatures are odd converted mana cost. And it will just double their damage. So we'll get into a little bit more of how that works in a second. But our next card in this category of doubling stuff, which Obosh is actually... In this category dictate of the twin gods an enchantment for three red red it has flash and if a source you control would deal damage to a permanent or player it deals double that damage to that permanent or player instead so this is a lot like obosh except it's not in black it's an enchantment and it has flash and then it also doesn't care if the converted mana cost is odd or not so you could use this in just any red deck and it would be amazing but we're mostly just going to use it for the doubling because all of our cards are on. And then our next card, which is one of the very stars of this deck, Fiery Emancipation. An enchantment for three, red, red, red. If a source you control would deal damage to a permanent or player, it deals triple that damage to that permanent or player instead. This is such a good card in this deck because it turns our Lightning Bolt into a nine damage for one mana instant that is amazing in this deck and combined with Obosh and dictate of the twin gods you can get up to a times 12 multiplier on damage and then i have a few other cards in here that add damage on and you can have it so that it adds damage on before it's doubled and then you just start stacking and stacking and suddenly your lightning bolts and shocks and other stuff like fireball, it just becomes one-shot kills. So, now that we've talked about how to double our damage, let's talk about how we're actually going to do that damage with our next category, burn spells. Starting off with the other all-star of this deck, Lightning Bolt. It's an instant for a red, Lightning Bolt deals three damage to target creature or player. It's a really old card, but it always serves the job. It's just, boom, one mana, three damage, your thing's dead, all the time. The saying used to be, do you bolt the bird, meaning birds of paradise? Because people would always, the second someone played a bird of paradise, immediately a lightning bolt hit. And with this deck, we can get it up all the way to be a 60 damage one-shot. That's a lot of damage. If you don't have a fog, ooh, you're going to be taking... A whole lot of damage. Our next card is Shock. It's an instant for a red. Shock deals two damage to any target. It's a lot like Lightning Bolt, except it isn't restricted to just creatures or players. You could also target Planeswalkers, and it is slightly worse in the fact that it only does two damage. But it's still an all-star card in this deck and can still get up to really high and even one-shot some people. Our next card, which is a lot like Shock, is Tarfire. It's a Tribal Instant Goblin for one red, and it has tar- Tarfire deals two damage to target creature or player. It's a lot like Shock, but it is restricted to that creature or player, and it is a Tribal Instant Goblin. So if you were making Goblin Tribal in this, or you had something that cared about goblins in your graveyard, then goblin but we don't really have any of that in this deck so it just acts as another shock our next card is soul seer an instant for two and a red soul seer deals five damage to target creature or planeswalker that permanent loses indestructible until the end of the turn i can't stress how many times this has pulled me out of a quick pinch with all of the gods and indestructible creatures that run around throughout magic you can find a lot of them in games, and especially the legendary ones as commanders, because your commander is just indestructible. That is incredibly hard to deal with. But with Soulseer, we can take care of them in an instant. Like it says on the card. <laughs> it deals 5 damage, which will usually be doubled by Obosh since it's an on-converted mana cost to something, and that permanent loses indestructible. In Ulamog, which is a 10-10, can die to a 3 mana card, and Ulamogs don't really die to much, so that could really pull pull us out of a pinch if someone decides to play an Ulamog. Or if they just happen to be running one of the Theros gods or Ket gods, we can make sure that they stop. Our next card is Sarkon's Catharsis. It's an instant for 4 and a red. Sarkhan's Catharsis deals 5 damage to target player or planeswalker. This is nice because a lot of cards won't let us steal damage to Planeswalkers, and we really need to if someone pulls out their Teferi or Thernissa. This can really save us in a pinch, and that is 10 damage on the usual for just 5 mana, which is really, really nice. Our next card is Blazing Volley. It's a sorcery for a red, and it says, Blazing Volley deals 1 damage to each creature your opponents control. This is nice because it can get a nice almost board wipe on some cases for just 1 red mana. And it's nice and one-sided because it says opponent's creatures, so it won't touch any of ours. It can be doubled by all of our things. So, it could get up really, really high, and you could end up killing a few 66s six with it if you play it right. It's a really nice card in this deck, and it is an amazing add in. Our next card is Batuimus Blast. It's an instant for three black, red, and it has Cascade. Cascade means when you cast the spell, you exile cards from the top of your library until you exile a non land card that has a lesser converted mana cost. So in this deck probably something that costs 3 because we don't have many things that cost 4. But it also has Tumulus Blast deals 4 damage to target creature. So you can get rid of a creature nice and easy and then go find another burn spell and immediately play it. I don't think I mentioned this but Cascade also says you can play it without cap. You can play it without paying its mana cost, which is really nice because we can get off Two burn spells, boom, boom, get some damage right in. And then our next card is Fireball, an all-star card from the past. You probably already know what this is if you've played Magic for at least a few years. Fireball is a sorcery for X red. It deals X damage divided evenly among any number of target creatures and or players, and you must pay an additional one for each target beyond the first. So you just basically pay x but you have to make sure that x makes the cmc stay odd because it's a sorcery so obosh will only care about its cmc on the stack rather as a creature that has x so you're going to want to make sure you put in enough mana into the x to still keep it odd but get all the damage you want and then just let obosh and everything else you have just double that damage away and just grape shot someone for a million. Our next card is Aerostorm. It's a sorcery for three red red. Arrowstorm deals four damage to target creature or player, and it has raid. If you attacked with a creature this turn, instead, Arrowstorm deals five damage to that creature or player, and that damage can't be prevented. This is really nice because it gets around fog effects if we've attacked. And we are going to have a lot of creatures in this deck, so we're going to be want. We're going to want to be attacking constantly, so 90% of the time, this raid will have already been paid, and then we can go in and just deal 10 damage to someone's face because of Obosh being out. And it can get even higher, and the damage can't be prevented, saves us from fog effects, saves us from damage reducing effects, and all that good stuff. It's just a really nice card in the deck. Our next card is Slaying Fire. For 2 and a red instant, slang Fire deals 3 damage to any target. But it also has Adamant. If at least 3 red mana was spent to cast the spell, instead it deals 4 damage to that creature or player or Planeswalker. So this is really nice because we really only want to put red mana into this spell to just give it the 4, and since we are in red-black but mostly, I didn't really say this, but there are a lot fewer black cards in here than there are red cards, so we're mostly going to have just red land in this deck. So most of the time, it won't be a problem just paying the extra red for the extra damage. And our last card in this category is Reckless Abandon. It's a sorcery for a red as an additional cost to cast Reckless Abandon, Sacrifice a Creature, Reckless Abandon deals 4 damage to target creature or player. This is really nice because at just 1 mana with the cost of sacrificing a creature, which we do have a lot of creatures that we do want to sacrifice them because they'll deal a bunch of damage to something, then we get to deal 4 damage to a creature or a player for just 1 mana, and it gets doubled most of the time. So that in some situations can almost be better than a lightning bolt but that said we do have to sacrifice the creature to pay for it so it is a little worse than the lightning bolt but that's all for that category there are more burn spells in here but those are the most notable ones next up we have the category that i couldn't find a name for so i'm just calling it creatures that tap for damage it's pretty straightforward it's just all the creatures that like to tap for a bunch of damage first up we have lobber crew for two and a red it's a goblin warrior with defender it is an o4 and it has tap lobber crew deals one damage to each opponent and then it also has whenever you cast a multicolored spell untap lobber crew so we're just going to want to tap it deal at least one damage if it's not doubled to each opponent and then we can also cast one of our multicolored spells in this deck to untap it and retap it. And it's really an all around nice card. And also, as an 0 4, if we haven't tapped it yet and someone attacks us with something, we can chump block with it or just regular block with it because a lot of things aren't going to have the 4 power. But our next card is Spear Spear. 1 red for a Goblin Warrior. It has Defender. And it has tap, spear, spear deals one damage to each player. And it is an O2. That's a really nice card because it's only one mana for the tap to deal all the damage. But it does hit us too, so we have to be really careful with that card that we don't accidentally kill ourselves as well. And then next up we have Brimstone Mage for two and a red. It's a human shaman. And it starts out as just a generic 2-2. But it has level up for 3 and a red, which means you pay that cost and you put a level counter on her. And depending on how many level counters are on him, he has different abilities. So with 1 or 2 level counters on him, he has Brimstone Mage taps to deal 1 damage to target creature or player. And then he also becomes a 2-3. And then at level 3 or higher... So this is the last one on here, so you're not going to really want to go past this part on it because you're just paying mana for no reason, but it has tap, Brimstone Maid 3 damage to target creature or player. So it can be really worth it to level him up, and even if you can't, he's still just a 2-2 that'll probably be dealing 4 damage at the very, very least. And now our next category of cards is Fall and Burn because they fall onto the battlefield and immediately do damage. The first one up is Stormcaller for 2 and a red, an Ogre Shaman. When Stormcaller enters the battlefield, it does 2 damage to each opponent and it's a 3-2. This can be really, really nice because we can pay the 3 mana to get a 3-2, which isn't all that bad by itself. But it also gets to do 2 damage to each opponent, and if we have enough doublers on that, that can almost instantly one-shot a whole lot of people. And then the last card in this category is Cinder Hellion. It's a Hellion for 4 and a red, has Trample. When Cinder Hellion enters the battlefield, it 2 damage to target opponent, and it's a 4-4. So not quite as good as Stormcaller, but it is a 4-4 with Trample, so or WW damage, can also get through. But with Trample, it does, there are some keywords and stuff that make the doubling of damage a little bit confusing. It doesn't actually double the creature's power, it only doubles the damage, it does. So, if you're a 4-4 with double damage ramming into a 5-5, you actually don't get any of that damage through, and then it becomes doubled and kills the creature. Whereas, if it was a 3-3, it would only get one damage through, and that one damage would be the thing doubled, and only dealing two. So, you have to be really careful about things with Trample, because it's not actually the power of the creature, it just doubles how much damage it's doing to each thing. And then, our next card, which is a standalone category, is Unleash Fury. It's an instant for one in the red. Double the power of target creature until the end of the turn. So this basically doubles our double for just a creature. So we could even double the Cinder Hellion's power. And then if we have all of our damage doubles slash triplers, then we can get in and just about one shot someone just from the Cinderhelion. But there are also other creatures that we might want to pump the power of just so that we can get in for a little bit of sneaky damage. But mostly, it's just a nice all-around card to just double the damage of something a second time. And then our last category for this segment is Footlight Fiend. It is... Footlight Fiend is the first card in the category. The category is Sacrifice Creature, Kill Creature. So the first card in the category is Footlight Fiend. For Arakdos, so the hybrid black-red mana, it is a devil, and it has, when Footlight Fiend dies, it deals 1 damage to any target, and it's a 1-1. So, it's just a nice 1 damage, or 2 if you have Obosh out, because it's an on-converted mana cost. And then, when it eventually dies, because it's a 1-1, and it's pretty inevitable that it's going to die, or you could sacrifice it to something like, say, Reckless Abandon, to get that 1 damage out as well. And you could combo this with Reckless Abandon, and for 2 mana, deal at the very least with no doublers, 5 damage for just 2 mana. That's a lot of damage for just the 2 mana that you spent. And with all our doublers, I can get up to 10 damage from the two of them, 20 damage, And even just from that one combo, 60 total damage from that. That's almost more than a Lightning Bolt could do. And it just gets really, really, really good the more and more damage doublers we have out. And then our next card in this category is Pitchburn Devils. It's another devil for four and a red, and it has. When Pitchburn Devils dies, it deals three damage to any target, and it's a 3-3. So... It's a lot like Footlight Fiend, except it costs a bunch more, has some better stats, and deals more damage when it dies. And, yeah, it's pretty, pretty nice. Then our last card in this category is Goblin Arsonist for red. It's a Goblin Shaman. When Goblin Arsonist dies, you may have it deal one damage to any target. It's a lot like Footlight Fiend, but Footlight Fiend also has the option to make it a black, pay it for a black mana. Rather than Goblin Arsonist, which has to be a red. And that's going to be it for this segment. Now, on to the break. Hey guys, we're back from the break, and let's get right into it with our first card Torbran Fan of Red Fell. He's a legendary dwarf noble for one red, 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 and he has if a red source you control would do damage to an opponent or permanent an opponent controls, it deals that much damage plus two instead and he is a 2-4. So basically, using his own ability, he's kind of a 4-4-4 himself, but for most of the stuff in this deck, we really want his ability for our burn spells, because that makes our Lightning Bolt deal five damage for one mana, plus all of the doubling that it's going to get to do after that if we stack the triggers correctly. So we can get a whole lot of damage just by adding that two from Thorbrand and also, that works for our creatures and for our enchantments that do damage and stuff. So, it's just a really nice add-on to this deck. And like it, our next card, Jaya Venerated Fire Mage, is legendary planeswalker, Jaya, for 4 and a red. And it has, if another red source you can control would deal damage to a permanent or player, yields that much damage plus 1 to that permanent or player instead, and she has a minus 2 ability of genera... Jaya generated Fire Mage, deals 2 damage to any target, and she starts off with 5 Loyalty. So, that's a lot like Torbran, except she only does 1 extra damage instead of Torbran's 2, but she does minus 2 to shock something, and you can also double that because it's an odd converting mana cost with Obosh and all the other doublers, so that can get really, really nice. Our next card in its standalone category of doubling is Double Vision. It's an enchantment for 3 red red, and it has whenever you cast your 1st instant insta-sorcery spell each turn, copy that spell, you may choose new targets for your copy. So, that's really nice because we can just copy our like 30 damage lightning bolt and get another 30 damage lightning bolt we can copy our burns, all of our burn spells, we can copy all of our protection spells, and yeah, that's pretty much all the spells that are in the deck. But we can copy all those spells, but you have to remember that it's only the first one each turn, so don't make the same mistakes I have made where I play something and then I play another thing thinking it will be doubled, but then realize, no, it's not actually doubled. So, don't do that. Remember that it's only the first one each turn, so if you have a Sorcery and three instants in your hand, just go Sorcery on your turn, and then on each other player's turn, instant, 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 and you will get all of those cards doubled, rather than if you just played them all on your turn. And sometimes it can even be better to just wait for a turn rotation, because then you might see something else that that player plays that you just need to immediately kill. On to our next kind of standalone category of Tunneling Geopede. It's an insect for two and a red. It's a 3-2, and it has landfall. Whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, Tunneling Geopede deals one damage to each opponent. Now, I say it's kind of standalone because it's the only one that I've included in it, but there are a whole bunch more that you could put with it in this category, like Spitfire Lagak, and there's another one in the original Zendikar that I can't quite remember. But all those cards would be nice in this category, but I just picked Tunneling GAP only because it deals damage to each opponent, and rather than having to landfall, okay, so this land's going to do damage to that, and then next turn, When I play my land, I'll do damage to that, and then that. It's just one damage to everybody, which is really nice because then, A, you don't have to worry about spreading the damage out or focusing the damage all on one person to kill someone, and that is an extra two damage for that one land doing, rather than another creature like Spitfire of which is just one damage to any opponent that you want. Yeah. But... It's pretty nice, and it's a great include in this deck. Our next category is Vortex. Up first with Sulfuric Vortex. It's an enchantment for one red red, and has, at the beginning of each player's upkeep, Sulfuric Vortex deals two damage to that player. And it also says if a player would gain life, that player gains no life instead. So this is a really nice card, because it just, on each upkeep, two damage to someone's face and that's going to most always be doubled by obosh since it's odd converted mana cost to deal four damage to that player. Now it does do damage to us but we also are doing a lot more damage to our opponents with all our burn spells so in the long run it might not matter that much. And it also says if a player would gain life that player gains no life instead. So suck it life gain deck. You ain't getting any life from here. Now, this does shut down one of our categories of life gain, but we don't really need all that life gain because our goal in this deck is really just to damage someone right and to their face. But it can be really helpful to just shut down that one life gain deck and then say, ha ha ha. You don't get any of your cool combos. You can't do anything and then pat them on the back because no one wants to be that player that can't do anything. But our next card in our Vortex category is Roiling Vortex. It's an enchantment for one and a red. At the beginning of each player's upkeep, Roiling Vortex deals one damage to them. And then it also has whenever a player casts a spell, if no mana was spent to cast that spell, Roiling Vortex deals five damage to that player. And it has four red, your opponents can't gain life this turn. So, it's a little bit of a dumbed-down version of Sulfuric Vortex with only doing one damage and you have to pay to get the no life gain, but it also comes a little bit cheaper at just two CMC. It doesn't get a double from Obosh, but if we have any of our other double, double damage dealers out, then it will also get that bonus from them. It also gets the bonus from Jaya and Torbran so it's not too bad of an include to leave out and it also has the ability to just deal five damage to someone that's been cascading or just playing a bunch of zero mana spells or just going off with their narset or their omniscience you can just say hey i mean you can play your omniscience but um." You probably won't want to play any cards off of it, because you're going to get 5 damage straight to your face, and that damage will probably be doubled. So, unless you want to lose a fourth of your life just by playing one of your spells, I mean, sure, go for it. And it can really shut down someone's strategy, and it makes the game a little more fair, because now people have to pay for all the spells they cast, or take 5 to the face, which again, probably going to be doubled. So. Our next category is Sneak Attack. Our first card in this category is Ninja of the New Moon. It's a Spirit Ninja for three, black, black, and it has Ninjitsu for three and a black. Ninjitsu, if you didn't know, is an ability on a card where you pay the Ninjitsu cost, and then you return an unblocked attacker to your hand, and then you put um, Ninja of the New Moon onto the battlefield, tapped, and attacking. And that's really nice because... If someone's just like a zero one goat let it through you can pay for and then your goat token goes to your hand and just dies because it's a token but you do get to ninjutsu it out and do six damage to what they thought was going to be zero damage and in this deck it's an odd cmc so most likely going to be doubled all of the time so Say your 1-1 one, one attacks, and, oh, I don't want to block a 1-1. One, one. It's just going to be 1, maybe 2 damage if Obosh is out. Eh, it doesn't matter. Ninja of the New Moon, after blockers are declared, and 6 damage right to the face, probably doubled to at least 12 damage. That's really good. The next card, not as good, but it's Hired Blade. It's a Human Assassin for 2 in a black. That's Flash, so you can cast it anytime. You would cast an instant, and it's a 3-2. So, not quite as good as Ninja of the New Moon, but it's still a pretty good card for if someone just attacks into an empty board of yours. Boom. 3-2, right down there. Or if you just went all out and attacked someone, but someone is just going to throw their big 11-11 at you, well, just uh, throw down a Hired Blade. Chump block, and you're good until the next turn. And then that is it for that category. Our next category is safety play. Starting out with abnormal endurance. It's an instant for one and a black, and has, until the end of the turn, target creature gets plus two plus out, and gains when this creature dies, return it to the battlefield tapped under its owner's control. So if someone wants to destroy our creature, or we might want to attack into a dangerous blocking situation, we can be very sure that our creature will be promptly returned right back to us when it dies. And we can get around a few, like you must sacrifice a creature effects, where if say Obosh was our only creature out and someone is going to play something that makes us sacrifice him, we just abnormal endurance. The plus two plus oh doesn't matter anymore because he's gonna die but then he gets to come right back to the battlefield, and we have saved him. And then our next card is Unlikely Aid. It's an instant for one in the block. Target creature gets plus two, plus zero, and gains Indestructible until the end of the turn. Now, in some situations, I would rather have the Indestructible, but in a lot of other situations where I'm having to sacrifice my creature or someone's playing a Soul Seer, which I mentioned earlier in the video, and it would get through indestructible i want to have abnormal endurance but unlikely aid just a nice all-star include just save something and indestructible so what are they going to do kill it but that's it for our safety category and we're going on to our life gain category now we won't actually get to gain the life if we have sulfuric vortex out or we're just constantly tapping down the red mana for roiling vortex because there's a life gain deck out there or someone's just going off with life gain. But they're still good if we don't have those because their damage will be doubled. And If we don't have those, then hey, we get life. But our first card and one of the best cards in here is just Blood Glutton, a vampire for four and a black, a lifelinker with four, that is a four, three, Lifelink, meaning if you didn't know, damage dealt by this creature also causes you to gain that much life. It's pretty sweet, and that's usually, because the odd converted mana cost is going to be um, 8 life, 8 damage. That's pretty good for 5 mana. And then, our next card in this category is Grim Dancer. It is a Nightmare for 1 black black, and it has Grim Dancer enters the battlefield with of your choice, two different counters from among Menace, Death Touch, and Lifelink. So it doesn't get all three Menace, Death, Tuff, Menace, Death Touch, life Lifelink, but you can choose two to give it, so most of the time we're going to want Menace and Lifelink, but in some situations we might want Lifelink and Death Touch, or in really bad situations, a Menace Death Toucher at its finest. But most of the time, just a Menace Lifelink, because then we get the Lifelink from it, and it'll be harder to block, so that's more damage getting through. And then next up, we have Scrounger of Souls. It's a Horror for 4 and a black, has Lifelink, and it's a 3-4. So a little little bit worse than Blood Glutton, because it's a 3-4, but it does have a better toughness, so we could survive something that Blood Glutton couldn't. But it's just a nice lifelinker, and I mean, even if you don't have any of your doubling effects out, that's still three life you're gaining for your three damage, so it's probably worth it. Our next card is Alchemist's Gift. It's an instant for a black, and it has target creature gets plus one plus one and gains your choice of death touch or lifelink until the end of the turn. So any of our creatures that just don't have lifelink, we can go one block, boom, it gets plus one plus one and lifelink. So we could give this to our creatures that tap for damage, we give it to Tunneling Geopede, and then that Landfall damage also gains us life. We could give it to Scorch Spitter, and whenever it attacks, it can also gain the life from the damage it's doing out. And yeah, it's just pretty, pretty nice. And then our next card is Baleful Emit. And it's a creature, crocodile, demon. It's a lifelinking. And it has when Baleful Emit enters the battlefield, put a 1-1, one, one, a minus 1-minus one, one counter on target creature you control. And it's a 4-3. I may not have said this, it cost 2 and a black. And it's an all-around good card. I mean, it does have to give something a minus one, minus one counter, so. We're either going to want to just kill a creature with that that wants to die from getting that damage when it dies thing, or put it on something big enough that it doesn't really matter. But the real important thing is lifelinking for three mana. That's pretty good. And then our last card in this category, it's Last Kiss. It's an instant for two and a black. Last Kiss deals two damage to target creature. You gain two life. So it's not really an instant sorcery with um it's not really an instant with lifelink but it does gain you the two life from the two damage you're doing and that damage will be doubled by obosh and any of the other damage doublers in here so then i don't think i mentioned this guy but he is scorch spitter he's his own little standalone category and he's an elemental lizard for red whenever scorch spitter attacks It deals one damage to the player planeswalker it's attacking and it's a 1-1 so i mentioned him from the other card and it's pretty good because it is almost just on its own a 2-1 for one which is already amazingly good but it also will just get damage straight through so when the damage is doubled you can basically get just a four damage creature from just obosh and two of that damage is already just going to go straight through and it's just all around great card in this because you can do a bunch of different things with it where you just deal damage before it even gets to be blocked so yeah it's just an all-around great card and that will be the end of that um section and onto our very last section of the deck which is just utility creatures first one grasping scoundrel it's a human py- pirate for black grasping scoundrel gets plus one plus zero, as long as it's attacking and it's a one one so most of the time it's basically going to be a four one for one mana which is extremely good i can't really express how good that actually is but yeah, that's just amazingly good because we can just instantly kill a 4-Toughness creature, whereas Scorchpitter, Scorchpitter, which with Obosh is kind of a 4-1 for one, would only really be able to kill a 2-Toughness creature because it does deal 2 of its damage right to the player Planeswalker. So, just an all-around pretty great card for the deck. And next up, we have Spellgorger Weird, it's a weird for two and a red. It has whenever you cast a non-creature spell, put a plus one, plus one counter on Spell Gorge Reared, and it is a two, two. So all of our burn spells will just pump this guy up and up and up, and Obosh will double all of that. So for each burn spell we cast, we're getting an additional two damage for this guy, and that is really good. And at the end of the game, we can swing him in with a bunch of other guys and just deal a whole bunch of damage just through attacking our next, our next creature is spawn of rick's mod e m a a d i and it is a horror for three black red it is a five three and it has unleash so unleash is you can have it enter with the plus one plus one counter and if you do it can't block as long as it has that plus one plus one counter on it so if that plus one plus one counter does somehow get taken off with um, a Leech card or uh, some sort of Vampire, then it's cool because now he can block. And then our last card in this category and for our deck tech is Cathari Bomber for 1 Black Red. It's a Bird Shaman with Flying. When Cathari Bomber deals combat damage to a player, put 2 1-1 Red Goblin Creature Tokens onto the battlefield and sacrifice Cathari Bomber. It has unearth for three black red unearth meaning you return it to the battlefield from your graveyard. It gains haste and at the beginning of the next end step, or if it would just leave the battlefield, you exile it and you can only unearth it at sorcery speed. And it is a two two, and that's pretty good because you can get the evasion of flying. Just throw it down immediately, hit someone for two damage in the air, or if you have a bunch of other damage doublers out, you hit them for four damage, and then put two 1-1 goblins onto the battlefield, which tokens, not too great in this deck, because they don't get doubled by Obosh, but they're still pretty good, because they are red goblins, so they will be doubled by Jaya and Torbran, which is pretty nice, and we can also just unearth him again, to get a second usage out of him, and flying, just all around great keyword in any deck. But yeah, that is the end of our deck tech. Thank you all for listening and stay EDH Elite. Hey guys, one last thing before I end the podcast for today. The deck list is down in the description if you want to go build this deck for yourself. Thank you all for listening and stay EDH Elite.